Take the guesswork out of your cannabis shopping with the ECS DNA kit by Endocana Health. If you take pride in your canna nerdiness or are just canna curious, this kit empowers you to find more about the best cannabis choices. Right now, you can save 25% off your DNA test at endodna.com using promo code POD25. Your purchase includes the Endo DNA Collection Kit, Endo Decoded Report, personalized cannabinoid and terpene suggestions, and Endo Align products matching in your state. There will also be suggested dosage guidelines and optimum methods for inhalation or usage. Once you know your personal ECS data, you can shop Endo supplements tailored specifically for you. And right now, Endo DNA is celebrating their new patent with a buy one, get one offer on their Afika soft gel lineup. And since I know that many of you struggle with sleep, I want to highlight Afika Unwind, created to support health sleep cycles using patented proprietary formulations of hemp-derived CBD, terpenes, and essential oils. If sleep is eluding you, sweet dreams are in your future. Buy one for yourself and get one for a friend at endodna.com. And don't forget promo code POD25 at the checkout for 25% off your DNA test kit. Clients that I work with can use cannabis for ritual and get more into our pleasure, our sensuality, and incorporate cannabis to have a different kind of physical and energetic and sexual experience. This is The Cannamom Show, a podcast chronicling the inspiring stories of real women in the emerging cannabis industry. Your host, Joyce Gerber, mom, lawyer, political activist, has been speaking with women from coast to coast and around the world who are leaders in the revolution of cannabis and caregiving, continuing on her mission to lift up the stories of the women creating the cannabis industry by sharing their canna stories with you. So go make yourself a cup of tea or roll yourself a joint, sit back and learn something new about this magical plant on The Cannamom Show with Joyce Gerber. From the Tip O'Neill Studios in North Cambridge, Massachusetts, it's the Cannamom Show. Now here's your host, Joyce Gerber. I'm Joyce Gerber, and welcome back to the Cannamom Show, where we are talking about caring for and giving voice to women in the emerging cannabis industry, one can of story at a time. And today, we're going to be talking about cannabis and intimacy, because Dave, Valentine's Day is almost here. Oh, love is in the air. Wait, love is in the air? No, that's cannabis in the air. Sorry. Cannabis is always in the air. (laughs) (laughs) They're both in the air. They can both be. Excellent. What a great love in cannabis. So we're going to talk about how cannabis can help our special relationships. Isn't that awesome? I think it's wonderful. I think cannabis is a big part of a lot of relationships these days. Oh, yeah. I mean, just, yeah, we can go into this. But this was going to be very specific, intimacy and cannabis. But before that, I'm just going to talk about something completely different. So I want to mention that in Massachusetts, our attorney general... Maura Healy, who happens to be my Northeastern University School of Law classmate. Cool. Very cool. Did you know, were you friends friends with her? We were not friends in law school, but we are very connected because I'll tell you in a minute. Okay. So we both graduated in 1998. I had a baby. She became attorney general. We can talk about that lady later. But our quirky connection is that I ran for a local school committee seat in in 2013. My campaign manager was Zev. 
an 11 year old boy. <laughs> I've told this story a hundred times. Yes. So when I lost the only campaign he's literally ever lost, he went to go work for my friend, Maura Healy. They never thought she would win. God, no, but she did. <laughs> and he was a big part of the story. That's very cool. That's very cool. So we have a, we have a cool connection. Zev's in college now. He's at Harvard. So he's grown up, but that is our connection with Maura Healy. So I did reach out to her press office uh, this week to say she wants to talk about cannabis. Come on. Cause I know in 2016, when the law came down, she was anti-cannabis and I could be your cannabis advisor. Mm-hmm. Like I say, I know a weird amount about this. It is weird and yet, <laughs> and yet impressive. And she should talk to you. I wonder if she's come around. I mean, oh, to, you have to. I mean, yeah. I mean, the, well, I mean, she's got to, she got to obey the law, but you know, I mean, it, it's, it's, that just underscores or to see a difference. It's been in popular opinion in just a matter of what, six years or whatever it is. Yeah. But they're like dog years, we say. So it's been quite a while. Mm-hmm. So if you're looking for a Canada advisor, Maura Healy's campaign, call me. You know where to reach me. <laughs> yeah, come on. Come on, Maura. Come on. All right. And then just one more thing. I just want to suggest a podcast that I like, The Hidden Brain, which I talk about all the time. This week, they were talking about minimizing pain and maximizing joy, the, perspe- the perspective of a stoic. Yeah. And that, mm-hmm. so this is his, this is his, if you can listen to the whole thing, but basically this is his key. He says, the secret to joy is do what you can with what you have, where you are. Boom. There is mm-hmm. secret to happiness. <laughs> That's all I got. That's all I got from the stoic. <laughs> what does stoic meaning? He's, he's a serious person. He's stoic meaning he follows a philosophy of stoicism, which oh. I don't really understand, but it is this idea that we don't linger in the past, that the way people move through, you know, this has been a very difficult two years. We're all living in this and how you, the way people are moving through it successfully, really focusing on what happens next and not perseverating in fixing something you can't. So it is also there, like, obviously a cannabis lesson. There is no before that is, that's, that's from a TV show. I don't know if you've seen it. <laughs> Or heard of Station Eleven? It's a big hit, and you know, that's. I'm like, I'm, I'm like, I'm like normal modern history, stupid. I don't know anything about popular culture, but yeah, that's, that's all you have to know. There is no before. There Just is like no before. Yep. It's all the same. All right. So moving on. So today's guest. Today we are speaking with several different guests about cannabis and sex. Woohoo! We are going there. We don't usually do that. Um, this is when I this show. is when I leave the show, right? You want me? To, you Kate want me is to, blank out. I'll see myself out. See yourself out, Dave. We are beginning with the visionaries behind Her Highness New York, the premier purveyors of female-forward cannabis couture products and potions, inspired and engineered by women. Today's guests cra- craved a premium cannabis experience infused with a sense of play, and delivered with style, and they have done just that. Please welcome to the Cannamom Show, Allison Krongard and Laura Iceman. Welcome, ladies. Thank you for joining us. Hi. Hi. Thank you for having us. Thank you. So let's begin with Allison. Just say hello and um, just where you're calling in from. Hi. Um, I'm Allison Krongard, and I'm calling in from Connecticut today. Snowy, chilly Connecticut. Yes, New England. And uh, where are you, Laura? I'm in New York. I'm in East Hampton, New York. Okay, so we're talking about Northeast, which is my region, too, because I'm in Massachusetts. Let's just start at the beginning. So when I talked to Laura, she described your business as a girl shop, a girl shop for cannabis. And I just love that you're focusing on women, designed by women, for women, because specifically going into dispensaries, I know New York and Connecticut are a little bit different. Well, New York's 
heading into a direction and Connecticut is so, but you're not quite there yet, like Massachusetts, but just a regular dispensaries aren't that women friendly yet. So that you're completely focused on that is great, getting a little away from the bro culture. So can you tell us a little bit how you met and just what was your motive for joining the cannabis movement? And whoever wants to start. Sure, I'll start. Allison and I know each other. We're both entrepreneurs. We had our own um, businesses before this. And we were pioneers in our respective industries. I came from fashion and she came from home decor. And we really marketed to this woman that once we started getting into cannabis, we realized that there were no products for her. Nobody was speaking to her. Nobody was creating, formulating. You brought up joy. That's what we're about. We're about bringing joy to women and through cannabis. It's just really, that's really the core of our mission. And we just, we stepped up because customers, we didn't see it happening. We were watching all the markets become legal and we really knew that there was something there and our joint forces can bring it to the masses and so we actually started out in california was our first market and when when did did you start this law when did you begin when did you jump in well we started we had the idea i'd say in allison 2016 15 we were just playing with this and it took us several years to formulate to find the right people to work with so we really for many years just were strategizing and creating this product and then in 2019 can I just ask you just sort of step back a little bit so when you like so I always say I'm a middle-aged mom of two kids older kids I've been married for 30 years I play tennis I wear pearls like I did not use cannabis when my kids were little it was not my lifestyle so at what stage in your motherhood or how did you connect with this were you like two moms who knew each other how did this actually start how did you meet each other and then decide this is obviously bringing your forces together, your business forces together. Is Allison want to take that? Sure. I mean, we met actually, I think before we were moms, um, oh, okay. our previous ventures, um, I invented and patented peel and stick wall decor. And I had, sorry, chalkboard, not all wall decor. Okay. Chalkboard. I was just looking at your wall decor, but I had okay. that product. And so I was very, I grew up in interior design and okay. worked for Noel, the furniture manufacturer before I started my company. And so anyway, we met through business, but as far as being a mom and being in cannabis, when we first met, it was before we were moms, but I think probably we, the first time we smoked together, we were already moms and we initially were just talking about what would, what should we do together? But cannabis was just part of our lives. I mean, for me, cannabis has been a part of my life since I was a teenager and I had wanted to do something in cannabis. I didn't know exactly what. It was a little early at the time to be mm-hmm. plant touching. Once we came together, we found a way to actually be involved with the plant and launch THC, um, as Laura mentioned, in California. And then we've moved on to Nevada, Colorado, Canada, Massachusetts, and we're so, rolling out several yeah, other states. So, so, so you had a so you had a cannabis connection before, and then you realized that you could still be good. It wasn't just sort of the epiphany. I could be a good mother and has cannabis. You're like, I'm a good person. I smoke cannabis and I'm a mom. <laughs> oh no. I actually think smoking cannabis has made me a better mother. I Amen. mean, I agree. <laughs> when I, I tell this story when I used to, I always asked my kids when they were little, what's the most fun thing we did this week, every week I would ask. And it was always something I was super high coming up with, like, you know, jello fish bowls or let's take out every cupcake tin and all the play-doh and have cupcake wars and all that stuff it's like when you're a little bit stoned 
it opens up your heart center and you sort of zero in on your kids. Whereas I think if alcohol, you sort of puts up a barrier, you sort of don't want to engage. Whereas I feel like cannabis has the opposite effect. So no, it's, I'm, a, it's a joy. It, I think it's what you said before. It's that joy. I, I mean, I was not a cannabis consumer no. when my children were little and I didn't like all that stuff. I didn't like, I mean, I'll admit it now. I, it was hard for me, but I know now I could have engaged in it in a really, um, a healthy way. It's hard to do Lego totally sober when you have other things to do, but a little bit high, you can really get into it. And the joy you get from your child from engaging on that level in that way is so big and so intense. It's like, those are the building blocks of strong relationships. I feel like, I really feel like cannabis was a fantastic parenting aid for me from sleep to really playing. So this actually, so are you preaching? So just, I, I know that you're in New York. And so this is a big trend really for women in cannabis and how to use it as a mom and in your parenting journey. Is this something, I, I think everyone I talk to is into education as well as their products. So is this something you're doing along with your um, products, working with other women for this? Or is this just part of something, just what you do naturally because you talk about it? I mean, when I talk about myself and what was right for me as a mom and a cannabis user, I don't get super stoned. I only get a little bit stoned. That's, I, it's like I have been geeking out on cannabis for more than 30 years. So I really understand how to get where I need to go. So I'm not preaching it to every parent. I got, I'm just saying how it works for me and how it enhanced my- Well, you're, you're an example. You're like but, what I talk yeah. about. I mean, you have to see it to believe it. People want to make up their own minds. All right, let's get back to New York because we got to talk about more stuff. So New York, huge market. This is huge. Yeah. Um, I don't know. So women in cannabis, I know you have some THC products now. You have a lot of CBD products. How are you reaching your people? Are you doing events? How are you doing this to explain what, makes your product special. Maybe we can talk about that a little bit and why they are different than some of the things you're seeing out there designed by men, formulated for men, I guess. I don't know who wants to take this. Laura? Yeah, I mean, it's, so it's interesting. We do trade shows and we've done trade shows both on the CBD side and the THC side. We most recently went to Hall of Flowers, which oh, is did. Oh, wow. yeah, nice. Um, a trade show for those that don't know. It's a trade show that really brings, I mean, for me, it seems of course, like I come from fashion where buyers and brands just come together and they write orders. And I think it took a few years for cannabis to really catch up to that concept. But we've done it several times in our journey of creating product. And cannabis is so challenging as far as having the product at the right time when the buyers can actually purchase it. And we've, I think we did two Hall of Flowers trade shows where we were like, we're ready, we're launching, we have product, and the day came, and we actually, although there was a lot of tension and women could not literally walk by our booth without coming by, we weren't able to capture those orders at the time. This time, we were 100% ready. It was the first time, we keep talking about this, that people didn't just come by because they like the aesthetic, and they were like, oh, wow, what is this? They came by because they already knew us, and they, they had, had tried it. And they had, whether they had tried it or not, they knew that they wanted to try it. They knew about Her Mm -hmm. Highness and they knew about our mission. And it's just so apparent when you see our packaging, when you learn about our products, that we're two women behind the brand that are creating product for women. And you really don't see that. I think we were really the only 
true brand that is doing this in a lifestyle way that really speaks to women like like we would do this in any industry and I think that's the perspective that we bring to it that you don't see in cannabis people are so focused on cannabis we're so focused on our market and the lifestyle brilliant and I will say when I go to events I just go to the women's tables like when I'm doing my buzz around and sadly I have to skip over a lot of places so the idea that you're doing this and getting out there and getting attention is great. So I did say we're going to talk about intimacy. So I know that you have a product called Pleasure Oil. Mm-hmm. And what I did notice on your site is that you have all your um, your certifications, all your, your mm-hmm. testing results up there, which is different for a CBD product especially. So can you just talk about a little bit how you formulated this and why it's maybe different? And again, intimacy people you're putting this inside of anything you're ingesting and talking about all these things that we talk about using in our bodies that not it's not being tested and cbd is particularly tricky because you don't know where it's coming from and often you i say you need to know who your hemp grower is so tell me what's special about yours and why women should be checking out what you're doing well we're a thc brand so we follow all of the thc protocols and bring that into our cbd business Smart. because we want the cleanest products for ourselves and especially as you said for an intimacy oil That's got to be squeaky clean. That's a very vulnerable environment. And we're here to bring the pleasure and only the pleasure. So, I mean, our pleasure oil is one of my favorite products that we make. It's probably what we're most known for. And it's super unique in this space. We're the only company who uses the entourage effect of the CBD and THC, or also in our CBD line, it's either CBD and Delta 8 with an extract of a South American flower that when used in cooking makes your tongue pulse and salivate. And as a sexual topical for women, it does the same thing. Let, all right. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I hope you're listening before, yeah. Yeah. before Valentine's Day, you need to rush out and get this. That's really yeah. fascinating. And how did you... It's actually even more than that. What's so interesting about the effect of this extract, it's very activating. Um is that we also mix mint and kava in there, which have a dispersive effect. So it gives you a bigger, deeper orgasm. It spreads the feeling from like the top of your thighs to your belly button. It's just a bigger experience. It's a super unique product. It's um, and a unique feeling. And once you start using it, it's like we we had to make our come on the go packs, our individual single orgasm serving size to take out with you. Because once you start using it at home, you don't want to bring the whole bottle with you, but you don't want to be without it either. That yeah. is awesomeness. All right. I love that. All right. So is this one of your first products that you created or how did this come into your lineup? It's actually, it's the first product we actually launched. Oh, it is? Okay. Kind of coincidentally, because it wasn't the first product that we started formulating, but just the way it worked out, we were so excited about this product in particular. We kind of put together the ingredients, but we worked with an herbalist. It's actually someone that we, that's also works at the Alchemist Kitchen, which is a kind of very well-known apothecary in New York City. And so we worked really closely with her and we tested it and tested it ourselves. So- what the ladies do with this industry, people. You know, they sacrifice, <laughs> exactly. they sacrifice themselves for you. <laughs> You're welcome. Yes. And at some point we were like, okay, it's too much. It's too little. And so we had just friends that would be happy to try this out um, with us. And so that's how we came with this. Just truly, women say it's a game changer. 
And also we've heard women who are going through menopause or perimenopause. It's very helpful in that way because it does create a lot of wetness. I mean, it does so many things that just give women pleasure. And it was funny because we've gotten quite a bit of press around this product. One day we started getting all these orders from men, just men. And we realized that it was actually placed in men's health magazine and men were just buying it like crazy either for their women or for their sexual experience and that was really interesting to us and and we would communicate with these men and it was just either they want to please their woman they want to have a better sexual experience it's not made for them Mm -hmm. but I just I loved the reaction from the men I mean, that is a great, again, so I'm in the menopause world, and this is something my friends and I talk about ad nauseum, really. And I, and, I, and again, some of these products, I don't know what's in the CBD products. And you say this has THC as well, but I'm just going to stick with the CBD stuff for now because that's what people are accessing mostly. You really don't know what's in it. So the idea that your products are coming in, again, that you have your certificates, that you are explaining exactly what's in it on your website, and that the double thing is that it's actually, if it has THC, it's in the dispensaries, right? Right. So, so, we, have, so we have two versions. We have right. our, th- yeah. And then we have our CBD version, which we sell online nationally. Right. So the, and again, they're both tested because you're taking, you're doing the yeah. standards. All of our products are tested as if they were THC. So that's again, anyone listening, that's very, that's very different. Are you meeting other people in the industry or other businesses are willing to kind of take this extra step? I, I guess not mass market CBD companies, but boutique THC companies, I think do think about it. We're sort of unique when we, we set up this company really this way so that we could, um, use the hemp-based CBD products to bring women into THC as a stepping stone, as an, as an on-ramp. Yes. And so that's how we use it. We're very THC focused and we want to talk about the pleasure of THC and remove the stigma of, of female cannabis use and mom use of THC. And so we use the CBD for that. The difference is we're truly a cannabis brand. So the, the CBD for us is to familiarize women with cannabis. And so that's usually their first step into cannabis, especially in a product like this. It just seems, and of course, not everyone's in a legal state. And so this gives us access to all the women that should know about these products, not just the women who are in legal states. And that's a whole other conversation about the comfort of women shopping at a dispensary and how delivery is really, and that happens mostly over the pandemic where the dispensaries turn to delivery, but it really works very well for women. Women like to research their products. They're, like we said, uncomfortable at times going into a dispensary. You're not going to bring a baby into a dispensary and, and the stigma, which you mentioned earlier about being a mom, whatever. So this is our way to really give all women access to her highness. So, okay. So when you're in the dispensary, just this is sort of like a off kilter question. So I'm in Massachusetts. So I know if I go into a dispensary up front is flour, maybe vape cartridges. And I do know they have other products. They might have a pleasure oil. I don't know, but it's just not something that they are displaying prominently, I guess, at this point, because they're still very focused on the flour. So what are you doing when you're talking to dispensaries? Are you trying to get shelf space? Are you trying to have like one-on-one so you can talk to <laughs> people who are interested, how are you getting this um, out there so women know what, that it exists? 
You know, in Massachusetts, actually, we have a wonderful dispensary partner who displays product beautifully. It's a woman-owned dispensary in Great Barrington. Oh, great. Um, What's it called? Yeah, Rebel. And they actually display product beautifully. But, you know, amazingly, we have sold out of every production run in Massachusetts so quickly that however they're displaying it, whatever's happening, it's working. So we, we've really not had the opportunity to visit many stores that carry our product because it's on and off the shelf so fast. And then we've been out and now we're waiting for new packaging, but that's so hopeful. I I was going to say, I think there are two experiences. Some dispensaries, you still wait online and you wind up at a counter and all the product is behind the counter and you really Mm -hmm. don't know um, what's there. And you wouldn't know to ask for pleasure oil unless you were specifically going in there for that. Mm-hmm. But other dispensaries, which I mean, in the beginning, we found were at least partially women owned, do have it more where you're browsing the store and you're walking around and maybe and you're able to see the packaging. And so that's a much better experience. It's more normal. And then you would discover this because obviously it's on the shelf and you can see it and you can read about it. But I think the true problem is when it's behind the counter and when the person that you happen to get is like a 23-year-old bud tender and it's just not that comfortable talking about, you yeah, know. Pleasure oil. Pleasure. <laughs> right. Pleasure oil online so, six. <laughs> I have to say, like most people in the cannabis space or anyone who uses cannabis knows that it enhances sex. Like oh, yeah. smoking a little joint and having sex it just takes you to a different place. And so I think that, and it's, it's becoming more and more commonly known. So I think, and there are more, but you know, one thing about our product that's different, there are, there are a lot of lubes out there and using cannabis lubes, I think are really interesting, but ours is not a lube. It's an orgasm oil for women. It's very specific because with a lube, more is more. Right. But with ours, just a few drops are activating. That's it. You actually called it orgasm oil. My That's husband's going to be so happy that I like talk to you guys today. What are you doing up there in that room, honey? Nothing, nothing. It's fine. All right. So Michelle's still a little bit late. Let's keep talking. All right. So you said your products are all over now. Can you tell us um, where can people find them uh, it's online? But if you're in what states can they find them in? And are they all from delivery services? Or are they from, how are you doing this? How are you delivering? How are you, yeah. How are you delivering this product to people? California, which was our okay. first market, okay. uh, we launched in Massachusetts. We are just entering Colorado. We are in Nevada. Okay. Um, we are about to launch in Canada, which will be huge for oh, us. Wow. Yes, which is really interesting. Well, can you label it? It's the, it's the labeling. The marketing is very different. In it's very Canada. different. The packaging is has to be simple. One color, no patterns, no gold. No, the logo is very small. Mm-hmm. You can have branding, but it can't be any larger than the THC symbol. Okay. So it kind of looks more like medical packaging. But oh, and a lot, of, a lot, a lot of your product is the packaging. Like a lot of it is the well, the, the gold and the red. Extent, yeah. I mean, to your point, that's why it was really easy to get a deal in Canada because Canadians can see on social media our packaging and they're familiar with our product. So they don't right. need to walk into the store and see this because they, cause they can't because there is no gold packaging, and but they know what's in there because they've seen it either in the U.S. or on U.S. social media. We're also, I mean, we're, yeah. we're also told that within the stores, they're able to show just packaging. 
the customer will not get that packaging. So for example, they can see our gold box, but that's not what they're bringing home. But at least it's an opportunity to showcase what the brand is about and and what it looks like. And the other thing I wanted to say was we would get a lot of orders through our website for the THC pleasure oil and other products. And we would in the beginning attempt to ship it to Canada, but because they consider CBD basically the same as THC, there's no difference. There's no hemp CBD in their world. It's all considered cannabis. And so it would get confiscated. And really? so yes, and so we cannot ship any hemp CBD into Canada. So are you so in the so when you're in the when you're in the different states for your so you any THC products does that mean you're manufacturing in the state now? So are you manufacturing in Canada too? Is like you're, you're yes. Asking, yes. Wow. So you we had to find a lot of quality. You had to really do some research on making quality decisions for this. Yes. Yeah. We we do a lot of research before partnering with anyone in any state or country. We're also working with Mexico and um, interested in expanding to Germany since they're legal now, but because we're really the only female lifestyle cannabis brand on the market. So these new markets coming in, looking at the U S market for research are coming up with her highness. So a lot of opportunity. Amazing. Okay, so Allison and Laura, if you stay on with us, because I'm going to be talking with another guest about intimacy. I, we can talk a little bit about, maybe about your pleasure oil with her. But just one more time, Allison, just give a shout out to your company and how people reach you. Yeah, we're Her Highness. Our website is herhighness.com. On social media, we're Her Highness NYC on both Instagram and Twitter and possibly Facebook. Okay. <laughs> And you heard they're in lots of different states and you can get it online. So thank you, ladies, for joining us. Stay on. Maybe we can continue with the conversation when we're talking about intimacy with our next guest. So continuing on our theme of intimacy, we are now going to speak with a guest who can help you ignite your intimacy. She is a healer and expert in the masculine and feminine relationship dynamics and is committed to helping women feel satisfied. She's also excited to be part of something new and is ready to help us learn how to use cannabis products to improve our relationships. Please welcome to the Cannamom Show, goddess wife, Michelle Keenan. Welcome. Thank you, Michelle, for joining us. Oh, I'm so excited to be here. Thank you, Joyce. It's so nice to be here and to talk to everybody. Hello. So we were just, we were just talking about the pleasure oil from Her, um, Her Royal Highness, which is quite a product. I hope you know about this, but Let's just tell my listeners, how did you find yourself in this world of um, sexual health? And then we can move on to how cannabis plays into that as well. Yeah, well, I am either really smart or really lucky that I got to make my job not only helping other women feel as sexy and satisfied and successful in the relationships with their masculine partners as they do in the rest of their lives, but in order to be that kind of teacher... I have to live in integrity with that. So my life's work is in the spiritual practice of relationship. And a big part of relationship is having an amazing uh, sex life and intimate life with your partner. My work focuses on feminine, masculine, energetic dynamics. But for anyone that's listening that is not involved in that kind of partnership, much love to you. And I am also inclusive in talking with everybody about their relationships as well. So I just wanted to, to name that. Okay. So another guest sacrificing herself for our well-being. Today is a theme. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So again, everything we have to connect it to cannabis. So a lot of this relationship energy communication, I'm sure. But how have you found or how have you 
used um, cannabis in your practice or when you're talking with people or helping people, working with people? So a lot of the women that I work with, we can call them high achievers, boss babes. They have a lot of like forward leaning, or if you're going to talk about in, in this vernacular, masculine energy. That's how we know how to get shit done, how to get our deadlines done, how to make our money, like all that kind of good stuff. But when it comes to to unplugging, to becoming more physical, getting out of our heads and our bodies, there can be a lot of struggle to turn off our, our thoughts, to stop, you know, thinking about our deadlines, our work, the emails coming, like the never ending to-do list. And cannabis is such an amazing tool for having a different kind of physical experience and also really like slowing down, being present, getting into your sensuality and also a really fun way to create like a new energetic in the space. Myself, as well as the clients that I work with, not all of them, but use and can use cannabis for ritual, for moving out of like being a working woman or being a mom and like a boss babe and get more into like our pleasure, our sensuality, and incorporate cannabis, whether it's through smoking or consumption or whether it's through cannabis-based products to have like a different kind of physical and energetic and sexual experience. Which is sort of what we were talking about earlier with the pleasure oil. But I love that idea, the transition from that space of being the boss babe and having to be in charge of everything, because that is a big transition. I mean, I used to think of the transition from boss babe to mom. That was I could have used cannabis back then, that moment. <laughs> you know, when you walk in the house and you, I was a litigator for a while. When you walk in the house and you really are still in that angry mode, I know I could have had a couple of hits and I just could have, I could have transitioned to that next phase. So I love the way you talk about it that way. That's beautiful. Okay. So yeah. we're talking about women coming to you. So are they open to this? Are you finding this is something, I'm sure there's other, lots of other things you're talking about, but is this one of the things people are open to? Yeah. I mean, I'm pretty open about my use and my like acceptance. Basically, I don't have a philosophy of what you're supposed to do or what your relationship should be like. So if you're into it, cool. If you're not, that's also like totally cool too. I definitely have clients that work for the government and places where you can't be so open or public about that kind of stuff. But I've definitely had like online events where we've Smoke, let's talk, let's, let's talk about that because I know you're, you're offering something too, unleashing your, or working with your intimacy. I forget the title. I'm sorry. Intimacy. <laughs> and, uh, but can you talk about, yeah, talk about what, how you're reaching people and what you're doing and these things that you're offering coming up because it's almost Valentine's Day. I know it here. is. Almost, I have like so many things sure. that are booked for Valentine's Day, but yeah, so I do a lot of my work online, especially because of the pandemic. And I love doing live things. So whether they're live sessions where we meet and have like a a party where we can like smoke together and have like really beautiful conversation or like get into that zone together. But what I have coming up is actually my goddess wife school. The next round is starting on February 22nd, where it's like a 10 week journey for, for powerful women that want to feel what it's like to lean back into their delicious feminine energy and feel their man really like step up in his power. But then I also have programs like turn on your Virginius, which is like a 21 day (laughs) private pleasure journey where you get a different practice every day for 21 days to connect you to your pleasure and your sensuality or my ignite your intimacy masterclass, which is like that's a pre-recorded class. That's the one. Yeah. And so that's a, that's a practice that I teach. Okay. I call it lazy lover oh. because we have enough to do. Like, I don't want to have to do a million things to like get in the mood. So like a way to like 
connect with your pussy, like activate that inner energy. And I'm, I love that her highness is on this show. Like I wanted to connect you with you guys for a really long time. So I hope we can chat a little bit after and do something cool together. We can chat now. I mean, just the idea, the product that they were talking about, their, their potions are perfect. It sounds like for what you're doing. And I don't know, have you ever, I guess, I don't know if it's like, it's a three person conversation, but in terms of like when you're doing events or you're bringing people in, do you do suggestions of products? Do you do testing? Like how? Yeah. 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 I, I mean, it depends like what we're doing and in which way, like if I'm working one-on-one with someone, I can be much more specific and we can try things and I can guide them through things like Yoni massage. And I work with like different kinds of experts and Tantra practitioners to do all different kinds of experiences for my clients. But I think having products is like, everyone loves to try new things and like, and to, there's so much energy you can create on your own, but there's something special. And if we're thinking about rituals, incorporating like special potions or tools or like creating that kind of space where you feel energetically like you make a shift, like the whole point of a ritual is to go from one energy and enter like another kind of sacred space or new energy. So using potions to, in order to like touch yourself and to, to open up a new kind of like relationship with yourself, I think is super important. The relationship with the self. I mean, this seems to be the, this is a theme sort of like this week of just coming about that. I don't know. We have to be all these things, right. And that we need, tools and cannabis is one of these tools to help us connect with our spirit to connect with that other energy that we can do everything we are the queens right but (laughs) that you are there to work with women who are coming in and saying i'm feeling this part of my lifestyle is blocked and i'm not quite sure what to do it that's really um it's powerful for these women are they open are they feeling concerned do they feel like they are don't know whether i mean at what point like the thing about cannabis this is what i cannabis and health and wellness seems to be that women come to it or the, the guests I talk to come to it as a last resort. They've gone through a lot of other issues and they come to cannabis as a last resort and it's not on the front line of options. So again, even with sexuality and intimacy, I'm not sure that we always think of cannabis as being on the front line. So it's introducing it in this way, I think is, impro- is important, right? Yeah. That like that it's, that it's just like an acceptable yeah. tool. And just to put it in people's consciousness that like it is part of the toolbox and how like, quickly it can create that kind of change or like create that kind of space. Like lots of cultures use plant medicine and in order to get you into that sacred space, into that different zone, in order to like feel a certain way, in order to ascend and in Western culture or also and like computer culture, right? You're basically where we're at now, we're all just sitting in front of like screens all day long. Like even if you close the computer, you just pick up your cell phone or you turn on Netflix later and like doing things to get you out of that headspace, like like cannabis is just, it's, I I don't want to just even, it is easy, right? That's like, it's just so easy to do that. And it's so fun. And I I think I'm a better mom because of it. Like I am. Which is what we talk, we talk about all of this, that we're just more more present. We are in our bodies. We are, we feel like we're being understood. We feel like, and we're able to listen. I think that's a big part of it, especially as a mom, a really busy mom or a really busy partner never having time to listen. That has to be part of the intimacy, right? Yeah. And, and, and I just think it's about like having fun, like yeah, so many fun. of us are so disconnected. Like a big part of pleasure is about letting more intensity be in your body, like more sensation to be in your body. And cannabis is like, it slows you down and it starts to like open you up to allowing that kind of intensity and playing with it. And like, 
expanding your capacity for what you can hold. And then if you want to think about like orgasms, it's that same kind of thing. Like you're pushing your edges, like you're inviting more pleasure to be in your body. But in order to do that, you have to lose control and you have to like open up to something new. So experimenting and playing with it and doing that with your partner is so fun. Whether And for, for people, there's some that people that don't smoke, right? And they don't even realize, oh, there's products that they can use that can still like, they can be part of that world too. And I think that's really important. But it also kind of goes back to that alcohol conversation that we always had. Like I was a wine mom, you're allowed to have wine and we always associate alcohol and sex, really. I mean that, and it's, it's sort of the, it creates the opposite experience, I believe, than because people are like, oh, I am relaxed. I had a couple of glasses of wine and I still aren't feeling great about having intimacy, right? I'm sure you hear this a lot. And that the mind shift of what cannabis can offer you in terms of homeostasis versus what alcohol is doing to you. Can you, is that something that you're encountering with people that I'm a, I'm a drinker, so it's the same thing? Or do they, is it, you're trying to understanding what's really the truth? I would say like, because alcohol is a depressant, like it's yeah. a disassociator, right? It's, right. A, it's a number. It's like, you get to be free because you let go, but you're not really like in it and having that experience. So a lot, a lot of the women that I work with, one of the reasons that they're so busy, it's unconscious, but they're so busy so that they don't have to be vulnerable. They don't have to like go to those like intimate, scary kind of places and, and, and having, being able to use cannabis to like create that kind of space where you're like, it's not that you're losing control, right? Obviously we know that smoking is such a different experience than drinking, but it like, it just creates a different kind of space or container for you to have like that kind of exploration. So I think, yeah. I'm just thinking like I'm 56. So this has been a very long journey for me to get here, but conversations that women have, we were, I wasn't having this conversation with my friends. This was not an option. We would talk about drinking or we'd talk about our husbands or we'd talk about our children. But the idea that this was an option for us, which is sort of my mission is to make sure that this isn't the last line of resort. And this is something that's part of women's health and wellness, which you're all talking about, really. Yeah. I mean, we, were, we didn't talk about all the products, the other products that Her Highness has, but it's not just the, the passion oils for your vagina. We have other things going on too that are just part of all making us not, we don't have to feel shitty. I, I, right. That's what I've learned from cannabis is I don't have to feel stressed out all the time. I am a good person. I can get everything done. I've always gotten everything done. And I don't know why I believe the stress is helping me. It never did. It was just one more thing. And I think women are sort of indoctrinated to believe we need that stress and that anxiety to keep us going. Yeah. I would say that it's like a way that we know how to do things. So it's like a pattern. And that's like the way that everything is set up, right? Like everyone's busy all the time. You have your never ending to-do list. Like this is the way the world works. This is the way the structures work. But the truth is everything was mostly set up by men in the way that made sense to like men and the masculine, which is fine because that is one way that things operate, but it's not the only way that things operate. And like with what's going on in society right now, like people talk about it, like it's a problem that so many women are leaving their jobs and they're like not getting what they need from like corporate America. I think it's like the best thing ever that so many women are leaving and are like, this isn't working for me and it sucks, but it's like, because of that, like women can create, we can do whatever we want. Like our business, we can make our businesses the way that we want. Like we can make our hours the way that we want. Like we can work stoned if we want to, we can realize that like, um, 
that plant medicine is part of like us channeling better, us being more creative, us having like more fun, us feeling like more connected, being more in our hearts, being more in our pussies, like that we can build businesses in those kinds of ways and be real about that and connect with other women in that kind of way. And just, I feel like it's an invitation for women to step out of this structure that like, I mean, we're surviving in it, but I want to do more than survive. I want to have like a lot of fun and a lot of sex and make a lot of money and teach other women how to do that. Also in partnership with their husbands or their whoever they're with in their lives. And like, yeah, I want to be really honest. But but we are here. I mean, this is what I think. I think cannabis is an opportunity to do something new. We all are a certain age. We've all stepped into a a world as it was, right? Allison and Lara has stepped out a little bit to create their own business in their own way, using their own skill sets. We exist. We're a generation of women who were exceptional. We did yeah. our, we got our degrees. We had our children. We kept our marriages together. We look good. We, <laughs> and we have this opportunity to build something new that I think is really healthy and therapeutic. And I just sit in my daughter's bedroom and talk about this all day, but you guys are doing this and like out there connecting with each other and really trying to build something different, not just trying to fix a broken system. So again, everyone's welcome to join us, but women just have... They have to do it differently. And we have the skill sets now. We are lawyers, we are doctors, we have money, we're entrepreneurs, we're everything. So we can build this world. We can build a new structure, which I think is what you're doing. Yeah, I think so. And also something that's coming up while you were talking is like, I don't know if you guys talked about this before, but I think weed moms are way cooler than wine moms. (laughs) Like, I know (laughs) that I'm going to like be friends with a woman, like if she's a weed mom, like there's just a certain kind of like openness and vibe and like, I don't want to do things according to the rules and with that kind of pressure and like only what's acceptable, like, fuck that. Like, I want to chill. I want to enjoy. I want to laugh. Like, I want to be open. And I think whether it's making relationships with other moms or making that kind of energy, like in your relationship, weed is like such a part of that for me. That's funny because Allison and Laura, they're they're weed mom friends, technically, I guess. (laughs) My best friend when I was when my daughter was little was such a my first weed mom friend and when I moved to the Hamptons was so intense that I found a smoking sister and our daughters became best friends and it was just amazing to have that connection with another woman and another mom because when you I agree with you when you're a weed mom your heart is open in a different way it was almost like I could hear my son's baby talk clearly when I was stoned like I could understand what he was trying to say Whereas if I was sober and like my phone's beeping and lunch is coming and uh, whatever, it's like totally here. Totally. I feel that. Laura, are we going to say? I have a few weed moms out here. I live in the Hamptons. That's how Allison and I met. And I was going to say we were... we were weed mom friends. We didn't get to that conversation earlier, but, but it wasn't something that we kind of mingled with. Like we were just, we enjoyed each other and we enjoyed that part of it. And yes, we were moms, but I don't know. Did you, I didn't feel at that point that it was anything that was intentionally separated or it was just something that we enjoyed and it was part of our lives and we were, we were open about it and that was all fine. But I do think, and New York becoming legal, we didn't really get to talk about that, but I feel like there's definitely, at least in my world, a switch of perspective from women, moms, women, people that I know in the Hamptons where we would go back and forth to California and I felt like it was a completely different culture. We'd kind of be in California and be part of that. And then I'd come home and it was like, no, 
no one knew anything about weed. And it was still like, you'd get your weed from the pizza guy. And it was, it was this whole different experience that now I feel like everything's coming together and it just made it more open. Just that, that switch to the legal conversation. I, it just feels really nice now. I, and I was kind of bringing home mints for my friends and they would kind of slowly get into it and they would love it. It just was really beneficial to women. And like us, my friends are also super busy moms, they're career women, or they're getting a master's degree. Our, our lives are so busy that the need for cannabis in a, a small way or in a large way, I think is really helpful for all of us. We shouldn't be in that situation where life is too stressful for us. It's just so unhealthy. Exactly. Life shouldn't be too stressful for us. Someone was saying this the other day to me. I'm like, women, we, like I said, we're exceptional. We did everything, but somehow it got normalized. Like this is what, how we were supposed to be like working 20, you know, 24 seven. And we just thought it was normal. And my story is I always felt like I was failing. I'm like, I couldn't figure out why I couldn't do this. Like, obviously there's something wrong with me. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's what we do. Right. Like we basically, this whole structure was created not for women, not by us, right? Like if we're talking about masculine and feminine energetics, the masculine is all about like consistency, efficiency, getting shit done, like hitting deadlines, like goal setting, like checking things off the to-do list, like, which is fine, but it's one energy and it's a very thrusting kind of forward moving energy, the feminine, right? And we have both. It's not that we're only supposed to be feminine or only supposed to be masculine. There's the balance there, but the feminine moves in cycles, like with our hormones, with the moon, like there's some periods when we're super creative and super outgoing. There's other periods where we're literally just like, leave me the fuck alone. Like I need to be in bed. And, and because that's not how everything is set up to work, we are like, oh, there's something wrong with us. There's something bad about us that we can't perform day in and day out, that we can't show up consistently day in and day out, that our emotions are not the same day in and day out when really like we're and using cannabis and also being part of a culture of women that it like it's it is revolutionary. I know that like everyone smokes weed, but like if you do it intentionally and if you do it as part of understanding that you want to be in like a different kind of energy and you want to show up in a different kind of way is revolutionary and is really powerful and is a way of like saying, hey, I'm going to do things different. I'm going to have my successful business. And if you're a mom, I'm going to mom and I'm going to make money. I'm going to have an awesome marriage but I'm going to do it my way. And I'm, I'm going to give up feeling like a failure or feeling like I'm always one step behind. Like it's up to us to start to model and to like, do it a different kind of way. I think it's super important. Amen. Sister. Thank you. That is what I need. I should have, I should have, you need to 30 years ago, but I'm here now helping others. (laughs) Um, All right. This is awesome. We are coming up on time. Okay. Michelle. So you know, I know you're doing some classes. I know you're super busy around Valentine's Day. What is coming up for 2022 for you that is really exciting? And what's the best way for people to get in touch with you? Okay, so my I'm bringing back, I'm rebranding. I'm doing a new podcast. So I'm going to be in touch with all you guys about mm-hmm. that. But it's just in like the beginning stages, the works of that. I mean, the best way that you can work with me is to be part of my legendary goddess life school. It'll 
revolutionize your relationship. It'll revolutionize your experience of having a man in your life and what like divine partnership can be all about. But you can hit me up on Instagram. You can search me. I'm satisfied wife all over the place. It's like literally my company name and the way that I like to live my life. And I just love to hear from women that want to be part of this movement of like having it all and living life in a way where it feels as good as we're trying to make it look for social media. Thank you. Oh, okay. And I didn't ask you. So how, Laura, what's the best way for people to connect with you? They want to reach out to you. Find out what you're doing in 2022. The best way is through social media at Her Highness NYC, Instagram or Twitter. Allison and I handle both of those. So you can find us there. Both of you. And what, what are you looking forward to to 2020? I mean, personally or I mean, <laughs> professionally? <laughs> <laughs> more sex okay there you go <laughs> I have a lot of sex I actually have a lot of sex thanks to cannabis <laughs> if that isn't an endorsement of what people well I mean, brag I'm well all glad you babe. made it to the end of my show to learn that business wise women are going to find us in every state we are on a huge aggressive growth um phase right now so we can't wait we can't wait to empower women and put cannabis in their hands and i i love everything that michelle said i think it's really empowering and so we're providing the product and excited about that this merger of what michelle is doing with what we're doing it's like this amazing coming together of acceptance of female sexuality and cannabis use they really go together and it's part of this bigger movement of getting rid of female shame and allowing women to feel pleasure and ask for pleasure and know that they deserve pleasure and know how to get their pleasure and really to have people whose life's mission and focus is to bring that message is so powerful and incredible and we are so supportive and want to be there with our tool to help buttress all this knowledge that's getting out there. Oh my gosh. I'm so happy I brought you together. Thank you. All right. Another show, another show. So Dave, you learned something today. <laughs> it's kind of hot in my studio today. I haven't blushed this much since I saw the vagina monologues. <laughs> I made Rick go see that with me. All right. So Dave, I'm glad I could help you today. Another show for my guests and my can bro, David Jazz and our can mom show team. I really want to thank you for taking the time to listen to The Cannon Mom Show, where we are on a mission to enhance the impact women have on the emerging cannabis industry by sharing and preserving their stories of love, kindness, wisdom, and hope. Thank you for following and sharing and and listening to all the inspiring stories of the women building this industry so that together we can crush the stigma around cannabis and caregiving. I'm your host, Joyce Gerber. This is The Cannon Mom Show. And we are a production of Pod 617, the Boston Podcast Network. Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. Season 1 of Dope History is now available at dopehistory.com. Dope History weaves you through the lives of those who have been touched by cannabis or have had an influence on the events that shaped our laws or relationships with this plant. You'll hear tales from Frenchie Cannoli, Keith Strop, Eddie Lepp, Tom Alexander, Ed Rosenthal, Wolf Seagull, 
Jorge Cervantes, and Tommy Chong. Available now at dopehistory.com.